Rise before the sun It's that time of year Load up my gun Put on my gear Welcome back to The Healthy Hunter. I'm Dr. Brooks Tiller, and today I'm excited because I've got a guest on here, and it's going to be a little bit different because of his expertise. It's a little different form of health that we're going to really dive into, but I'm really excited. Uh, today's guest is, has a PhD in audiology, so we're going to dive into the hearing and how to hear the turkeys better, but also how to take care of our hearing that we have. And so I would like to welcome... Uh, Doc David Genevico. Hey, but hey, David, how you doing, man? Uh, it's not the first time I've ever been called a little different. So thanks for having me on the show. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Yes, sir. No, I, 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 I'm very well aware of being a little different myself. So, <laughs> yeah. So what's what's going good in your world? You've had a lot of stuff going on here lately, but uh, just tell me something good and, and give us a little bit more about you. So uh, I, I, as you mentioned, I'm an audiologist. I've been practicing in the Middle Tennessee area for about 20 years, graduated from Vanderbilt, uh, worked at Vanderbilt and was actually on the teaching faculty there for a while. I opened uh, uh, my own practice in Mount Juliet, just east of Nashville, about 13 years ago and have been doing that since. Um, but more recently, and probably what we're going to talk about today, um, myself and a business partner who's also an audiologist, his name is, is Dr. Bill Dickinson. Uh, Bill and I kind of had this uh, moment sitting in a duck blind in Missouri, actually in a, in a metal pit in a rice field in Missouri, where we started to kind of, I guess, dream a little bit about um, creating better hearing options for hunters. And, and that's what we can talk about some today. But quite honestly, um, as an audiologist, I've I've looked for years for a, a better option to protect my hearing, but also make me hear better hunting. And that's what we developed. We started a company that's called Tetra. Uh, we launched actually last September and we launched kind of in that waterfowl world. And, and we'll talk a little bit. Waterfowl hunting is high volume shooting. It's more about protection. Um, but, but right now we're really, really focused on the turkey hunter and turkey hunters need to hear better, especially those of us who have been around loud noise for a while. And, um, Tetra has just taken off. Um, we've had some, some amazing stories. I think what you and I got connected through Cuz Strickland, who's been using them in Florida and South Georgia, I think, uh, turkey hunting so far this fall. So we've got some cool stuff and, and I'm excited to talk about hearing. Yeah. Yeah. It was at NWTF or, uh, it may have been Shot Show or NWTF. I was talking to Cuz and, and Cuz has been a, I guess a, a, uh, a fan supporter. He's just been a really encourager of me, and I've been a big fan of his for as long as I can remember. But um, he he said, "Man, you got to go check these guys out," you know. And and it, and it, in NWTF, I mean, your booth was pretty packed. You know, people getting their hearing tested and everything. And and uh, I was just super glad to finally got to connect because, like, man, you got to check these guys out. You know, these are you know being being in the health space, Cuz is always trying to trying to point me to to people that that are good to know. So um, yeah, Cuz has been a big proponent and. Pretty much anybody that Cuz recommends, I'm a big fan of already. He's 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 one of those guys. That just you, you you see him on TV, and he's even better in person than than the guy you see on TV in, in the public eye, if you will. Yeah, it's been an honor to get to know him, and and he's been um, he's been a great proponent of our product. We actually met at a Shot Show. 
and introduce a product to him and let him test it. And we weren't selling product at SHOT Show. We were just trying to, you know, make some connections and meet people. And Cuz was literally in our booth the first day of NWTF before it opened to buy a set of our, we call them amp pods. They're our product designed for turkey hunters. And, you know, he's Cuz Strickland. We're like, come on, Cuz, you know, we'll, we'll give you, we'll give you a deal or whatever. He's like, no, I'm buying these things. I want to pay full price because when I tell people how great this is, I want to tell him that I paid for it. He's He's been super good to us. So, um, man, we've got so many cool stories like that that have happened to us as, as we've gotten this company going of, of just awesome people in the outdoor world that we've met. And um, when, when we show them we've got something that can both help them perform better, but also maybe help their health as far as hearing better. Um, it, it's been some really cool stories that we've been able to share. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I loved about it so much is just, it's not only, uh, when you're in, when you're in the woods, but you know, it's going to help you. I think about it as I get older, I mean, I still want to be able to hear my kids or enjoy, you know, music or whatever it is, uh, and, and being around so many shotgun blasts and, and rifle blasts or, you know, just riding with the window down, how, how much damage I'm sure I've already, I've already a cause to my, to my hearing. Um, but before we really dive into that, I, I want to know how did you get started and involved, interested in the outdoors? Well, probably like uh, most guys that are that are listening right now, um, my dad introduced me to hunting. I've got pictures, you know, uh, standing next to the ducks when I was hardly big enough to stand up and holding a 12-gauge shotgun. Obviously, I wasn't shooting, but, you know, I, I, I just grew up with it. Um, and uh, I started out, my dad liked to dove hunt and duck hunt um, as I uh, as I kind of got a little bit older, you know, deer hunting was what all my cool buddies did. So I started deer hunting. Um, I'm a very avid uh, fisherman. So I've spent probably 18 years fishing. I, I hate the word semi-pro, but but fishing a lot of um, bass tournaments, been blessed to have done really, really well, um, kind of at a local regional level there. And then more recently, I've really gotten into turkey hunting. I love the auditory aspect of turkey hunting as a sound geek and a hearing doc. Uh, I really just, I love the sound aspect and the hearing aspect of turkey hunting. So it, it, like like you and like probably everybody listening to this podcast, it's in our blood. Like I cannot imagine not being outside, even though I, I have to work inside. I cannot imagine, you know, not being able to be outside and, and be a part of, of God's outdoors. So um, so I, I guess it's just, I, I, that's who I've been my whole life. Right. Yeah. And that, I think that's, that's a big, big thing. Like you said, it's just part of who you are. And, and I love how it bleeds into what you're doing as a profession, but it's also, you know, now it's more of a, it's, it's profession and passion and everything kind of bleeds in together. And uh, I think that's really where, where we make magic happen is whenever we're, we're doing what we love and, and what we're good at, what we're trained to do. And we mix it all together and out comes something spectacular. Absolutely. And and I want to kind of dive in, and, and I know that we've talked a little bit that, that you're big into health and, and fitness. And, and before we really dive into the, the, I guess, that we can geek out on the hearing aspect, but I want to know a little bit about how you stay fit and healthy and how that 
how that turns over and, and helps you to get in the woods more or helps you to fish more? So uh, I'll tell a quick story and I can tell you exactly when it happened. It was in October of 2007. I had just come back from a fishing tournament that I remember I bombed at. And uh, my wife and I are sitting on the couch literally eating pancakes. And um, that was back when that P90X, Beachbody P90X thing came out and the, the infomercial came on. And I looked at her and I said, we're going to do that. And I was probably, I probably weighed close to 200 pounds. I'm six foot tall. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't morbidly obese by any stretch, but just wasn't in good shape. Um, and we did that. And I think I've done, I probably did that routine probably seven, eight times. And it got to where exercise was not only something that I, I knew I needed to do, but it was something I wanted to do. In fact, it was sort of my medicine, you know, um, and, and guys that exercise a bunch know what I'm talking about. It's like, I, if I don't do it, I, I feel terrible mentally, physically, feel exhausted. And so I guess that was 13 years ago. And Although I've kind of done some different things since then, it's a part of our daily routine. My wife and I get up early and drink coffee and read, and then we walk or run or do some kind of exercise, you know, at the house pretty much every morning. I love to hike. I have hiked all over the U.S. I want to climb every mountain in the country if I can. Um, and that's been another aspect. It's, it's not necessarily hunting, but, um, I just, I love hiking. My wife and I do that together. I have never been elk hunting, but I cannot imagine that it won't be my favorite thing ever because it's a combination of the two things that I love to do the most, hunting and hiking. Um, so, so I, yeah, that's just a part of who I am. Um, and, and I think it's extremely important. It's important for me. It's for my mental health, my physical health, and probably for my kids as well. Yeah. And I think. You know, as you mentioned, I, I always think of a lot of the things that we do as a snowball effect. And, and I try to relate that to people of, of whether you're on the good side of the mountain or the bad side of the mountain. It's like those habits, they will they will build. And like you said, you got that P90X and you started doing it. And then from there, it's like, oh, I want to I want to do more. And that movement really is medicine. There's a it's Socrates or Hippocrates or one of those really smart guys back in the day <laughs> said movement is medicine or whatever, you know. And, and it's really one of those things where you know it it we start moving and you get in better shape and then you want to eat better and then you want to like you said you then you feel better and you want to do more and then it just that snowball keeps going but uh, i think the, the thing is sometimes is we'll catch our snowball going the other way of you know at times like now whenever well we can't go anywhere so we're going to sit on the couch and binge watch tv and well you start doing that and then you feel worse and so then you want to watch more tv and eat more junk food and and i think that we have to we can go either way, but it's always about, oh, you know, if we're, we see it going the wrong way, we stop that snowball and push it down the other side of, hey, I'm going to do five-minute walk and I'm going to, you know, quit drinking as many of soft drinks or quit as the candy bars, whatever it may be. But like you said, that movement is medicine. You feel better, you get better, and then you do more. I, I love it. And it, it makes you a better outdoorsman. So I, I go back to, we've talked about fishing a little bit. I mean, it made me a much better tournament fisherman to be in good shape because, and I know you you and your listeners, you know, watch this stuff on TV or some of them probably compete, you know, taking a pounding for 13, 14 hours a day in a bass boat, being in good shape made that so much easier. And and same thing for hunting. And especially when you talk about like elk hunting or turkey hunting, I'm a big waterfowl hunter, you know, being able to, to trek off through the through the flooded timber and, you know, looking back and my buddies are all sucking wind back there. And I'm like, come on guys, let's go. I mean, it, it, it makes you, a, it makes you 
a better hunter, a better fisherman. And I, I certainly think there's a lot of science that says it keeps our brain sharper too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And like you said, the, uh, you know, people, um, I've, I've talked to a lot of guys and I know you probably have that they live out West and they're big into the fitness and health side of climbing a mountain. And they're like, well, you know, if you're in the Midwest, Southeast, you just sit in a deer stand or you just sit in a duck blind. But or you're just sitting in a boat fishing, but it's, uh, like you said, that sure, you don't have to be in great shape to do that. But if you are in shape, you have the endurance to do more and you have more energy. You're not tired, you know, like, so if you get up early and go sit in the deer stand for four hours, you can come home and still have energy to go outside and play with the kids or do whatever you need to do. You don't need a nap, uh, cause right. you have that energy cause you feel good, but. Same way with fishing, you know, you're, you're not as zapped by a day of fishing as you might be if you were in, we've been worse health. So, I mean, I think that's so key of just no matter what you're doing or who you are, being in, being in the better shape you are, the better off you'll be. Absolutely. Yes. So let, let's dive into hearing a little bit because I know for, for myself, um, for a long time, I, I didn't, I would not wear ear protection, just either I don't need it. You know, I'm young, I don't, I don't need it. Or just the fact that, you know, I would get out, start shooting and just forget about it and, until it was too late. And, you know, loud music, guns, ATV, riding with the window down, all these things are just, you know, over accumulation of time. And one question I have is, is if our hearing has diminished or is decreased, is there any way that we can improve our hearing or is it just a matter of protecting what we have and keeping what we have? So that's a great question. And I really wish I could say, well, all you need to do is, you know, take these vitamins and exercise and eat Brussels sprouts every day and, and you can restore damaged hearing. But one of the reasons that I'm here talking to you today, one of the reasons that we, we started our company Tetra is because you can't. Um, once that damage happens, it is permanent. It is not reversible. And there are lots of negative effects other than just, you know, there's the obvious we've teased about, well, my wife says I can't hear, or I have selective hearing, or, you know, I bump up the TV. I mean, we can talk about hearing loss as being, you know, that, that my dad misses the punchline to the joke and we make fun of him. And that's all, you know, well and good. But there's a lot bigger aspect of hearing loss to our overall health. Um, and, and so we'll, we'll dive into that in just a second. But but you, you make an awesome point. You said, you know, for years, I haven't really thought about it. I didn't, you know, I didn't really do anything to protect my hearing. And, and, and part of that is male ego and part of that is forgetting. But I believe a big part of that is that there haven't been great options. Um, we did quite a bit of research before we, we started developing our products. And we found, depending on the study that you read, between 80 and 90% of hunters never use hearing protection. Now, that doesn't mean when they go to the range or, or shoot clays or whatever that they don't put in hearing protection. But as far as hunters, and I'll bet you anybody that comes on your show would say the same thing. 80 to 90 percent. Now, it's one thing if you shoot it a turkey one time a year. As an audiologist, I'm going to say wear hearing protection, but I, I can be real with people that, that that's probably a lot of people haven't ever done that. But when you think about waterfowl hunting, upland, uh, dove hunting, where there's multiple, multiple rounds going on, I mean, I've been in on some really good duck hunts <laughs> where probably 10, 12 boxes of shells got shot in the morning. That is a whole lot of rounds. That is a lot of intensity. And that is a lot of exposure that damages hearing. And so it, it, it's something that we wanted to develop some products to make that easier so that people can be comfortable and hear well and be engaged and 
really enjoy the sounds of the hunt because I'm a, I, I told you a few minutes ago, I just, I'm a passionate outdoorsman and I love to hear the woods wake up. I love to hear, you know, the birds and I love to hear the wings whistle when I'm hunting and I love to hear the sound of a call. And if you shove some yellow earplugs in your ears, you're destroying some of that experience. And so when we developed, you know, when we developed our products, yes, it's about health and yes, it's about hearing protection. And I'm going to talk about that in a second, but it's also about making that sound experience pleasant, being engaged with the, with your, your buddies in a duck blind and being able to laugh and hear the punchline, the joke, but also being able to hear them say, Hey, he's swinging around the right side. Hey, you guys get ready. I mean, it's all of that stuff. It's that engaging sound that's a part of the hunting experience that we want to maximize that yet protect people at the same time. And so I feel like if we have products, whether it's us or somebody else, if we have products that people will actually use and wear, we're going to do some great things, both for their hunting, but also for their future. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, I, I go to this uh, charity hunt in Iowa. We spend two days. Half the day is spent shooting uh, clay pigeons, and the other half, we're out pheasant hunting. And when we do it for two days in a row and the past two years, I forget my hearing protection. Of course you get there and they have the little, your little, little ones you stick in your ear. And I mean, I still, uh, you know, at the end of the night, I'm st- my ears are ringing, even though I had those in and, and it makes such a difference because even then like, I'm, you know, what, you know, you're trying to talk to somebody and you got to take it out to listen and then somebody else is shooting and it. You know, but like you said, like having something that's going to protect you while letting you enjoy while you're there, uh, it just it's so much more important. And I think that's going to help people to uh, you know maintain that that protection because you know, I mean, if you're not you know, especially if you're hunting with a kid or something, you want to be able to hey, you know, turkeys coming, ducks coming, and and share that with them instead of relying on hand signals or. Or something like that, when especially you have those, you know, a big set of earmuffs on or something. I think what you're doing with Tetra is amazing. It's going to be a big game changer for a lot of people. We sure hope so. And, and we've certainly seen that kind of in our early days. You know, we're using high end digital products. I mean, the, the chips that we're using in our products are the same thing that you would buy in expensive hearing aids, but we have tailored them specifically to the hunting world so that in a duck blind, the call can sound natural. Uh, in a duck blind, you can hear voices yet still be protected in the turkey woods. We've got an algorithm that specifically amplifies the sound of that gobble so you can hear them from further away and better tell the direction. Same thing for elk, same thing for deer. So this is not with, with, I feel like in the hunting world, when we talk about hearing protection, hunting is an afterthought or has been an afterthought. It's been the gunshot is bad. Let's stop the gunshot. And I agree with that. We want to protect people's hearing, but the quality of the hearing has been an afterthought. We started with the quality of hearing. What kind of products can we develop that are going to make you be able to not only hear as well as you can hear without hearing protection, but in many cases hear better, hear naturally, but yet still be protected. And so I think we're taking kind of a completely different tack on hunting and hearing than, you know, protect it or lose it or, you know, gunshots are 170 decibels and you're going to lose your hearing. Yes, people need to know that. But if they don't enjoy the experience of using your product, then they're not going to wear them. (laughs) And that's the bottom line. If you know, we polled so many people that says, no, I don't wear them because and it was usually about the sound of a call or the sound being unnatural, or their voice being unnatural. And we feel like uh, that's what we've solved with Tetra. Yeah. I mean, like you said, with turkey hunting, if you can't hear a gobble, it's going to be hard to 
track him down. So, um, you know, and it, you don't want to be, oh, he's coming and throw earmuffs on. So, um, I mean, what, yeah, and, and I remember that's what Cuz was so excited about, you know, because he said, last year I was in the woods and somebody, did you hear that? And he said, no, I didn't, you know, and, and uh, he said, people are hearing gobbles and I'm not hearing. He said, I don't like that, you know, and so, um, and I feel the same way. I mean, I'm, I feel like my hearing is okay. And one thing I love about your website is you have a hearing test that people can take on the website. So you don't, you know, you can get on there and, oh, okay, my hearing is, is not as good as I thought it was. And, you know, as for most of us, in especially fitness and health, we, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, what I'm eating is pretty good. And then if you kind of dive into it, you're like, well, I could make a better choice here or there. You know, my health is pretty good until, like you said, you get, you know, you, you got to cover two miles in the turkey woods up and down the hills and hollers and then you're like well okay maybe i need to do a little more cardio maybe maybe my legs need a little more strengthening and you know we find out but i think that the, the hearing test you have on on, on your site is great just going to give people insights to exactly where they are where they're standing and, and and let them know okay maybe i need to i need to at least protect my hearing what i have if not you know get something to help me hear better when i'm in the woods one of the one of the cool things that we do with that hearing test as well, and, and it, this has just blown up over the last month for us um, as turkey season is either starting or about to start, um, you know, across the country. We take the data that we get from the hearing test and we can actually program in, we call it a prescription, but basically a prescription to compensate for hearing loss. So I'll tell you a story. This all started with a, a, a guy named Harold Knight, who I'll bet you and pretty yeah. much any listening to this podcast knows who Harold is. And Harold's a good friend of mine. And Harold is in his early 70s and was just like, look, I can't hear him like I used to. And it's embarrassing. He like, I'm with I'm with friends. I'm taking, he, he takes people turkey hunting almost every day of turkey season. And when they could hear him and he couldn't, he's like, I need some help. So he was, he was literally sort of our first test case with Tetra as we developed this technology. And, um, you know, he's, he's a great, uh, he gives a great testimony of being able to hear and locate gobblers that he couldn't before because he had lost some of that. And, and we take and compensate for that hearing loss. So these guys that, you know, have been doing it for a long time and we've lost some, whether that's due to noise or any other factor that, that contributes to hearing loss. And we can compensate for that and put that back. So it's like rewinding the clock on your hearing in the turkey woods. That we can make you do, uh, you know, here like you you did fifteen or twenty years ago. Yeah, I love it. I mean, and like you said, it's it's a lot of this. You know, you had people say, "I don't care about hearing my wife, but I want to hear the turkeys." And I think that's, <laughs> I've heard that many times. <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, and and let's just be honest. A lot of times, we're probably um, we probably just don't listen when our wife is talking, but we want to listen and hear when we're in the turkey woods. So it's one I, of those I think things if, that if, if we listened as intently as we do waiting for that gobbler to respond when your when your wife was asking a question, this would be, we would probably be in a whole different marital situation. Yeah. We, yeah, we'd probably be a lot. We'd probably get to go hunting a lot more. <laughs> That's probably true. We, they would probably encourage us to go hunting more. I don't know. But, uh, Anyway, but yeah, that's that's one of those things. I mean, it's really you know that cool that you're able to just target that that gobble and just be able to, like you said. Um, and I think that's one thing that you know with there's an R three movement and just trying to get more people in the woods. Uh, one of the big things is keeping people in the woods and and, and 
with Tetra, we're going to be able to stay in the woods longer because, like you said, uh, uh, when, when you get older, you're, you don't hear the gobble or you don't know where it's coming from. It's going to be hard to chase that turkey down. And, and by keeping us in the woods and letting us chase those turkeys down, there's going to be more of us in the woods, more of us to pass that on to the next generation or to new people coming in You know that want to learn how to hunt. And I think that is super, super important for us. Well, and, and when you we talk about the next generation, I'm going to kind of come back to the to the health aspect because I know that's what you're all about and I, and I so much appreciate that I was teasing a little bit earlier that you know we we make fun of dad when dad misses the punchline to the joke and oh dad can't hear and you know blah 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 but the the kind of darker side of this is that hearing loss is highly correlated with cognitive problems as we age, specifically dementia and Alzheimer's disease. And so when we talk about how we can take care of ourselves and take care of our bodies and take care of our minds, a moderate hearing loss, which I would argue probably many guys who are listening to this podcast have a mild to moderate hearing loss from hunting, a moderate hearing loss when they account for every other factor in your life, that hearing loss makes you makes us three times more likely to develop dementia or Alzheimer's. Wow. That's insane. I mean, it's yeah. and, and this is not one study. This is a number of studies across the world have verified these results. A severe hearing loss causes us to be up to five times more likely to develop cognitive problems like dementia and Alzheimer's. And that is those are scary numbers. Yes. And, and we're not trying to use that as, as, you know, a scare tactic to get people to buy our stuff or whatever. It's we want to emphasize the importance of healthy hearing because it's more than just listening to my wife. It's more than just hearing the TV. It's more than just hearing the punchline to the joke. There are significant health factors um, that, that that hearing can can uh, hearing well can prevent us from having some of these issues. Hearing loss is related to diabetes, um, high blood pressure stress, anxiety, uh, social withdrawal. I could name lots of stuff that, that are directly correlated with hearing levels. And so, you know, us guys who have been tough and have, you know, we, we've been the outdoorsmen, we run the chainsaws, the ATVs, the weed eaters, the, the lawnmowers. We're doing stuff to our hearing that's causing more problems than just, you know, missing the punchline to the joke. It can be a lot more serious than that. And so, if nothing else, when you start talking about generational, you know, my son is 17. He's been hunting with me since he was, you know, eight. He, he won't shoot a gun without hearing protection because that's what he's learned. That's what he's learned from me as a, as a hearing doctor and an audiologist. And, and that's the, that's what we want to teach. We want to teach the young kids that this is, this is okay. This is even cool. We've got cool technology that makes it, you know, that makes it okay to use hearing protection. We also want to teach the guys, you know, I'm in my forties. There are Lots of guys like me in, in their 40s who are starting to already develop significant hearing loss from hunting and shooting. We can put a stop to that. We can keep it from getting worse. We can make your health better in the long run. And then there's the guys that we've been talking about that have been doing it for a long time and already have some hearing loss. We can help them you know, stay, stay in their, in their passion longer. So it's really across a lifetime how hearing and health are very, very much related. Yeah, and, and I can relate because, you know, I've 
I love, I mean, I'm working with, I've worked with anything from high level athletes to senior citizens and, and those, those older generation, I, I, I like when I'm working with them, I ask them questions about just growing up and, and life, you know, that tough life. Cause they live that, that greatest generation, if you will. And the thing is I've met some and you start talking to them and they just give you a blank stare. And then you find out it's just cause they cannot hear you. And instead, you know, and so how many stories, how many times has a, has a man or, you know, or even a woman, just someone who has some great stories that they insight they could give, but they don't because they can't carry the conversation because their hearing is, is gone. And, and I think about that with this, you know, um, and I've met a lot of great people and you get to know them and like, man, this guy's got great stories, but they don't really carry on the conversation. And but and then again, they don't take people hunting. They don't take people out and they don't share a lot of this knowledge because it's just hard for them to hear. And, and I think it's so important that we, as especially those of us that are younger, that we make sure and listen, you know, literally and figuratively to what you're saying, because it's so important that we, we maintain our hearing, that we maintain our health uh, for not only now for a hearing, but like you said, even the cognitive aspect down the road, because um, it's just that's it's really scary that how much that that hearing input, that auditory input into the brain activates and just keeps us mentally sharp and, and on top of it. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's 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 keeping the brain active. It's keeping those neural pathways active. It's the brain doesn't have to work as hard when you can hear better. You're, you're not struggling just to just to be able to hear the TV or to hear your wife or to hear hear the sermon at church or to hear the turkey. You're not struggling with that. But it's also just like you said, I cannot tell you in my clinical practice, I cannot tell you how many. It's got to be in the thousands of people who use the word embarrassed. Yeah. And when when I am embarrassed that I'm going to miss something or answer a question wrong because I don't hear, then I do exactly what you just described. I withdraw. I'm, I'm not going to engage in a conversation because I don't want to look dumb because I didn't hear what you said or I misheard what you said. And, and that has health consequences as well. You know, when we stop doing the things we love, whether that's being with the people we love or the activities that we love or, or, or hunting that we love, when we stop doing those things because hearing is, 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 uh, is affecting us, then there's there's lots of negative health consequences. Just like we're talking about, we're not as active, we're not as engaged, our brains aren't as engaged because we're withdrawing or embarrassed because of a hearing loss. So again, if we can if we can have some influence on this hunting community to say, hey, this is something important that we want you to think about, even if they don't buy our product. If people listening to this podcast do something to help their hearing, we win. We all win in the end. And yeah, we're going to get our share of people buying our product, but we just encourage people to be to be aware, to be cognizant of of protecting their hearing and the importance of hearing, not just you know, not just on a small level, but on a on an overall health level. And, and like I said, in the end, everybody wins with that. Exactly. And and I mean, I, you know, one for me, the the health and fitness aspect is if we keep people healthy, they're going to be in the woods longer, and they're going to pass it on to other people. And and you know, and that's one of the things that I love talking about. And, and you clearly define like how the hearing, just the hearing aspect, can can help help other people and, and you'll know, keep them in the woods and it's going to help generations to come. And I think it's something that we often miss, but is there anything else that, um, like you said, you, you have a son and, and is there anything else that you do to help encourage, get other people into the woods and, or, or, or to keep them in the woods outside of, outside of just improving their health and their hearing? 
Yeah, I I love um I love taking young guys hunting. Um, so I kind of come back to the fishing thing for just a second to to transition into that. Um, like I said, I've been a tournament fisherman for a long time, and I started a couple years ago when my son uh, got into high school. They started doing the high school bass fishing, and um, I. To be honest, I thought this was going to be terrible because I'm a control freak and, and I've, like I said, been, been pretty good at what I've done fishing wise. So high school bass fishing boat captain, you just sit there and watch them fish. Of course, I yell at them the whole time, but, um, that has been really cool to watch these kids get in the outdoors. And I mean, my son is a, is a good fisherman and a good hunter, but you know, he's still in front of the computer and on the screen all the time. And to just get that time where you're unplugged and in the outdoors and experiencing God's creation has been really, really fun and neat for me. Uh, way more rewarding than I ever imagined. And so then that's transitioned into the hunting world because I've taken several of these kids, uh, kids, some young men, let's call them young men, um, that are on the fishing team. And, and I took one kid on his first duck hunt. We went to Missouri. Um, he's an awesome, awesome young man. And I mean, he's like, oh no, this is going to cost me. I got to go buy a gun and I got to go buy waders and, and and I'm not trying to to bankrupt the poor kid but I mean he would have never gotten that experience because his family didn't do that um and just seeing that just seeing that in in a young kid is, is so fun I look up to guys we've mentioned cuz Strickland and Harold Knight um Guys like that, they don't care about killing a turkey. I think Harold told me he was in on 27 turkeys getting shot last year. I don't think he shot a one of them, but he loves taking people and teaching them and showing them his passion. And man, I want to be like that. You know, um, work is busy and all this other stuff, but we've got to make time to, to take other folks and introduce them to, to the outdoors because that goes on for generation and generation. Yeah. I mean, and, and like you're talking about, just the fact that you're able to, you know, this, when you see somebody else, I mean, it's great. I mean, I love, I love it whenever a deer turkey walks out or I catch a big fish or something like that. I love that. But seeing, somebody else do it for the first time or just see them get excited about it like that that's even better you know it's one of those things where you, you'd rather see somebody else succeed and uh and just see the joy they have it's just you know i think about I mean, my kid's four and uh just taking him out whenever he catches a fish and we bring it home and you know cook it up mama mama brags on it i mean you think that you know he has you know, he could have a million dollars in his pocket and it wouldn't be as worth as much as the fish that mama just ate and uh, and i think that's so so key that we just need to you know encourage that and just look for the opportunities to take others and just uh, just be willing to 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 offer a spot hey you know Come, come with me. Yep, absolutely. I, I got to watch a, uh, I, I, he wasn't a young man. He's probably 50. Uh, go on his first, we took him two or three times uh, duck hunting this year, and he was on really good days. And I mean, just giddy. I mean, just laughing and smiling and like, oh my gosh, this is the funnest thing I've ever done. Like, Getting to see that is it's it's way right. I'm sorry, I can't talk. It's way more rewarding than than me shooting a greenhead or shooting a turkey to, to see somebody else get to do that. So yeah, it's a it's a fun part of being an outdoors. Yeah, and what's cool is one day you're going to go elk hunting and some and you're going to be on that receiving end again, and somebody's gonna you know that's 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 going to be a cool thing right there. Is is because I just went on my first elk hunt and you know like I'm used to being the guy that oh, I know how to you know yeah let's go hunt I'll take you hunt but now I was on the other. side 
side of learning how to do it again. And, and I mean, it was, uh, it was really humbling and even encouraged me and inspired me to now I want to take even more people out hunting and, and out in the, out, get out in the woods because of, uh, being back on that receiving end of, of someone saying, let, let me take you elk hunting and show you how to do it. Um, just, you know, it's really refreshing. Like, oh, this is what people feel whenever I take them. It makes me want to even do it even more. For sure. Yep. That's a, it's so much fun. Yeah, man, I want to be respectful of your time. I know you, you, you've got patience and I know things have been crazy with everything going on, but, um, what, what would you say if you, if you were going to give one tip, uh, for someone and, and you've given tons of great advice already, but just, just one tip for someone to maintain their health as, as it comes to being a hunter. Well, naturally, I'm going to talk about hearing because that's my world and that's my expertise. Um, you know, what we do to our ears over a lifetime it, it is what has these long lasting effects on our health and cognition and, and all of that stuff we've talked about. And I, it's just sort of being aware, um, you know, of, of all of the things that we're doing from obviously hunting and shooting, um, but also running the chainsaws. And it's just, it's that lifetime of exposure that can really have some negative effects. And, and I see, especially since we've launched um, our, our, our company, Tetra, um, and especially during turkey season, this morning I've been on the phone with two older gentlemen who have severe hearing loss. And I mean, it's, it's so personal to them because they can't do what they used to be able to do. And, you know, my encouragement is protect it while you've got it so that you don't end up like these guys. But the cool, probably the most rewarding thing we've seen with Tetra is being able to give those guys back their edge in the woods and being able to get them. We've got a video on our, on our uh, Instagram right now called Step for Step. And it's about a dad and a son who the dad had sort of lost a step, not physically. He's in super good condition, but because of his hearing. And, and you know, we kind of gave him back that gift of hearing and he could hear him just as well as his son. And it's just such a cool story. But I, I guess I'll, I'll end with this. I, I think I said earlier, like, I am an auditory guy. Like, I remember things that I hear. Some people remember visual. Some people remember people's names. I remember things that I, that I hear. And I mean, anybody that is an outdoorsman who loves, whether it's duck hunting or turkey hunting or deer hunting, I mean, if, if you close your eyes right now, you can hear, you can hear that distant gobble or, you know, you can hear the sound of a mallard drake or wings whistling or an elk bugle. And that's what we love. And that's what Tetra is all about is it's just that sound experience and, and making you know, whether whether it's keeping it, uh, you know, from protecting your hearing or giving it back to somebody that's lost it. That's what we're all about. So I just want people to be able to to be healthy, to to protect their hearing, to protect their minds, protect their bodies, but also be able to enjoy that that acoustical experience for a long time to come. I love it. Well, hey, David, um, let everybody know where we can find out all about Tetra, find out more about you and, and whatever is going on so we can get on there and actually get our hearing tested and, and possibly see about you know, regaining that, that step, regaining that edge that we need when we're in the woods. Absolutely. So our website is Tetra Hunt, T-E-T-R-A Hunt.com. Um, we've got all of our products on there. We've got all of the research that, that you and I have talked about on our website. We do have the hearing test as we've talked about. You can actually take the hearing test on our website, submit the results. We get an email with your results and then 
If you purchase a product, then we program that specifically for you. Um, you know, we are, uh, we've got lots of cool stuff coming down the road too. So, so I think and hope, uh, that we have a bright future ahead of us. You can also find us on, um, on social media, uh, at Tetra Hunt on Facebook and on Instagram. Awesome. Man, thank you so much, David. I mean, it's been very eye opening and I guess ear opening, I should say. <laughs> That's um, right. That what, what we can do. And I really, really appreciate it. I know everybody out there is just, I know we're always looking for that edge and I know this is going to just help us take another step further. And I really appreciate it. So guys, make sure to check out Tetra. Go take the test. See, see how your hearing is. I just challenge you to do that today. Go take the test and, um, you know, find out where you are. If nothing else, you find out where you are now and then take it after turkey season or in a year and see how your hearing is is decreasing or if it's maintaining. So uh, take that test. It's always going to have a good baseline. So take that test. Go check out Tetra. Stay humble, be hungry, and get healthy.